This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com As we get close to the Yom Tov Ashuras and the Shlai Shemir Gabbalah, three days for preparing intensely for the Yom Tov Ashuras, just have to first give a curse to Taif to Torah Anytime. You know, when you give a shir, you give a class, you have 20, 30 people by the class. But once Torah Anytime came along, when you give a shir to 20 or 30 people, it could really be a shir to thousands. Because not just those of you here are listening now, but to Torah Time, those who watch it, and those who use it, and they gain tremendously from it. It costs a lot of money to run Torah Anytime, and right now they're having a campaign, and they are selling hours of learning for 25 cents. And they have millions of hours. And therefore anyone who gains from Torah Anytime, or who wants to be mishtatif with Torah Anytime, with the great work that they're doing, should go to Torah Anytime, and donate and partner with them. And it's a tremendous chus for the, them to be able to continue their tremendous work of spreading so much Torah around the world. The Torah tells us in Parshas Yisrael, Perik Yutas Pasuk Beis, V'yachnu midbar Klaistral, camped in the Midbar, V'yichan Shom Yisrael Neged Ahar. And Rashi explains, well-known Rashi, Ki'ishachad Belev Echad. It says, V'yichan, not V'yachanu, to teach us, Kishachad Balevachad. Kleisel was there as one. And as is explained in Derech Eretz Zuta, Yudalef, that now that B'nai Yisrael was living Ba'achtas, now is the apropos time, now is the good time to give the Torah. Because it's the Ahtas that allowed the Torah to be given. Interestingly, this did, Ahtas didn't only apply by Kabbalah's Torah. This Ahtas is something that always applies. Rechaim Shmulevitz in the Sikhus Musa writes an amazing thing. He said the level of achievement in Torah of a generation is directly related to the Achtas of that generation. The greater Achtas that generation has, the greater their Torah accomplishments. And he brings it from the Gemara Sanhedrin. Chafam and Aleph, the Gemara talks about for Yehuda Barilai, that the generation of Yehuda Barilai in some aspects was even greater in Torah learning than the generation of Meshur Beinu. Whatever that means, that's what the Gemara says. And the Gemara says, how is that? The Talmidim of Yehuda Bar six of them would use one blanket, would cover themselves with one blanket. Now you may think this is teaching us that even though they had very little, all they had was one blanket, still they were involved in their learning. But Rechaim Shalevitz added something else to that. And he says, how is it possible for six people to share one blanket? And the answer is, that if six people are sharing one blanket, and each one's pulling for himself, nobody would be covered, because the blanket's constantly getting pulled. Explain to Chaim Shulevitz, these Talmidim were making sure that the other one has blanket to cover. And they're constantly making sure the other one has. If each person's constantly making sure the other one has, then everyone will end up having. And that is how the generation of Yehuda Barilai achieved so much, because they had tremendous achtas. And the achievements of a generation's learning and Torah is directly related to the Achtas element. And therefore, when it comes time to prepare for Shuas, one of the main things we have to prepare for, of course, is being Ba'achtas, is making sure that we feel for another Jew. Being Ba'achtas doesn't just mean that you don't hate somebody. Being Ba'achtas means that you treat every single Jew the way you would want to be treated. If you feel sad, you want someone to feel sad with you, to feel your pain. If you're happy, having a simcha, 
You want someone to be besimcha with you, sharing in your joy. The Sadiger Rebbe, the Sadiger Rebbe, Rebbe Avram Yaakov, was once telling his brother, the Hustina Rebbe, whose name was Mordechai Shraga, he was telling him a story about the Balshamtov. That one time the Balshamtov came into a town, Erev Shabbos, and he came into Shul. Everyone's surprised, the Balshamtov is here, people quickly went over to him to say Shalom Leichem, Good Shabbos, and to invite him to the house for the Suda. And the Balshamtov said, No, it's okay, I brought my own food, I, I'm not going anywhere. After davening, Everyone came over to him to say good Shabbos. He said good Shabbos to them, and then he sat down and started to say something to him. There were quite a few people who wanted to spend time with the Vashemtov, so they sat next to him, they started to say to him. One hour, two hours, three hours, they're sitting saying to him. It was almost midnight when the Vashemtov turns to them and said, okay, go home and have your Suda. He said, Rabbi, come home with me. No, I'm staying here. You go home and have your Suda. So they went home. The Vashantav had his suda in, in the shul by himself. A few mispalim, a few of the people from shul, they came back. And they saw the Vashantav still there, still saying Tilim. So they sat with him and they said Tilim the whole night. The next morning, everyone comes to shul. And they daven shachras, they had laning. After Musaf, they see the Vashantav was, was besimchli, was smiling. And somebody invited him over and he went to their house. While they're having the Shabbos suda, there's a knock on the door. They opened up the door, and there was one of the local non-Jews in town. And he says, hey, you got a shot of whiskey for me? You got a drink of whiskey for me? Of liquor? They had no choice, sure, come in. And they gave him some whiskey to drink. And he says, I got to tell you guys a story. It was an amazing. Yesterday, the parrots, he's like the, the governor, the leader of the, of the village. He had all the power in the village. And the parrot says, he told us to get ready. Because Friday night, we're going to go and we're going to rob the Jews and take whatever we want from them. And anyone who tries to stop us, we should kill them. So we got all excited. Now, of course, this non-Jew didn't realize the irony of him telling this over to these Jews. But he's telling the story. He said, but the pirates told us to wait until his signal before we start. So we waited an hour, two hours. After two hours, he sends us a message that we should go home. Okay, so we know what's going on, but we went home. Isn't that a crazy story? Give me another drink. They pour him another cup of whiskey. The Nanju drinks it, and he left the house. Well, at that point, the people in the house understood that the Balshamtov knew what was going on. So they turned to the Balshamtov and they said, Rabbi, what, what, what's going on? So the Balshamtov said, You know, this Paritz, he's a wealthy person, but he's a lazy person, and he did not harvest his wheat on time. And a lot of his wheat got ruined. So of course, he didn't want to take the blame himself. In his mind, he blamed the Jews. The Jews are lazy, the Jews this, the Jews that. He blamed the Jews and he said, we're going to get back at them. And therefore he told everybody they can get ready and they can go and rob and steal from the Jews, beat them up, do whatever they want. Well, Friday night, someone came to visit him, a friend of his, and he asked him to stay by his house, by the parts of his house overnight. And while they were there, they were talking and the pirate said, what the Jews did to me, my wheat got ruined. And the visitor says, what are you talking about? I have Jews who live by me. They're the most honest, hardworking, dedicated people. You messed up. If you go and you do this to the Jews, you're going to get messed up even more. Realize you messed up, realize you made a mistake, and treat the Jews well, you'll see you'll make more money. And the pirate was convinced, and that's why he let 
he told the, all the non-Jews to go home and not to do anything. So the Baal Shem Tov said, and that's why, you're right, I was davening, and I was davening for, for you. That's the story. So the Ustina Rebbe, of Mordechai Shraga, asked his brother, the Sadiguda Rebbe, of Rem Yaakov, who was telling the story, he said, that's so beautiful that the, that the Baal Shem Tov was davening for them. But why couldn't the Baal Shem Tov daven in his own house? In Mezbish, why do you have to travel all the way to this village? And the Sadiqar Rebbe told him, he says, you know, someone there asked the Balshamtov that question. And the Balshamtov replied, he said, I wanted to go and share with my brothers. I wanted to come here in Davin. And if I'm successful, I wanted to celebrate with them. And if I would not be successful, I wanted to share their fate. That's what it means to have Achtus. That's what it means to have feeling for your fellow Jew. It's that type of feeling that we have, and that's the type of feeling that allowed us to be Mechabal the Torah. And it's that type of Achtus that we have that helps us be successful in learning. And that's the type of feeling of Achtus we should work to have for this coming Shuas. Have a beautiful Yom Tif. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.